<laughs> I'm going to put my little cursor next to the pirate flag because I am still all about the gay pirates. Trash I did watch the first episode of um, Our Flag Means Death. Yeah. It's cute. It was hilarious. Loved it. It's super cute. cute. Cute, 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 cute. Cute, I think cute, Taika, Taika Waititi has kind of like a death grip on like, <laughs> like everyone's mental health right now. I think. <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs>
<clears throat> this is like an Atreyu moment. <laughs> like, what's it was. Going on I here? thought that too. Like, I thought why that too. are you trying to piss me off straight out the gates? With the bridal? So, I was like, no, this is a shared trauma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it's upsetting for people of a certain age range. So um <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely like a millennials cartoon, like a for yeah. for for adults centaurs. Can't get can't get Alyssa to watch it though, TJ, so you're gonna have to give us a different wreck. And so, Alyssa, it's just too scary. I accept bribes, um, but yeah, I'm afraid of it. It looks scary to me. (laughs) I'm not going to elaborate. If you give Alyssa, (laughs) if you give Alyssa a centaur, she will watch the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These are my terms. (laughs) Um, I also wanted to give a shout out to Shreya. Um, we had a, a nice long conversation uh, one day last week about how we felt. This is a more serious topic about how we felt about the characterization of the realm of the elderlings as queer baiting. And we were talking about our flag means death and stuff and how we felt that it wasn't actually queer baiting because of a lot of different uh, plot points Um and we felt that we that Robin Hobbs should be given a lot more credit for for what she was actually doing, given her generation when these books were published and exactly what's going on. Everything's not always about sex, right? So just because these characters don't have sex doesn't mean that they're not devoted to each other. Um, but anyway, I thought it was a very nice conversation. It is definitely something we're going to talk about um soon it's one of the kind of big critiques of the series that many people say it's not worth it because it's queer baiting and i personally disagree and i feel like shreya agrees with me uh so just putting that out there if anyone else wants to put some mail in our inbox so that we can have a nice conversation about that i think Um, i think like a really nice juxtaposition of that is like just i mean think about how jenna was portrayed versus the fool yeah i mean exactly yeah it i i think that there's a league of difference between the two personally oh absolutely yeah absolutely and i think that like to say that to say that these are not explicitly queer characters i think is a great disservice because they are they are just because they're not having sex it does not mean that they are not devoted that they are not a family that they are not soulmates that they are that they wouldn't do anything for each other like this is a queer relationship absolutely um and 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 robin hobb is you know older these books started you know being published when nothing else was like this and i think we need to i think we need to like take that into accounts when we are reading these books if these books came out right now they'd probably be different and if they were the same then it would be more of a problem maybe maybe maybe, maybe. yeah uh but it is yeah it i feel is... like we could spend an entire episode talking about this topic so oh for sure and i think that we need to <laughs> i would like to table it for later on because i think it, it's, yeah. it's a perfect discussion to have later on <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give give that shout out. Also, you can DM me and I will talk to you all day about Robin Hobb. If, <laughs> if you want. <laughs> um, and with that, let's move on to uh, our discussion. Chapter 17. 
All right. Um, I've had about three to four hours of sleep since Friday, so I think that maybe this will make for, uh, I don't know, tell me if I I did a better job or worse job. (laughs) Why are you sleeping, Eli? I get stressed about work. It just happens. I don't, can't, I can't control it. Um, I I am, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm liquored and I'm tired and let's <laughs> let's get on with this. I think it may be good regardless. Um, <laughs> the introduction is a letter from Rosemary to the queen and the king. She's in charge of the six duchies delegation to Kelsingra and has judged this mission to be so totally lame. I don't know why what Rosemary is a teen in the story, but she is. <laughs> And, like, why should we heal their gross, froggy kids if we're not going to get anything out of it? We're heading back tomorrow. Thanks for the promotion, duty. Talk to you later. So, B and crew are in dire straits. They narrowly escaped being on cops filmed on location in (laughs) Soulsby. But Kerf got caught, and everybody knows he's going to snitch. Dwalia, Vindy, and B spend the night huddled under a bridge rather than risk being recognized in an inn. Having committed their crimes in the Caviar District, the next day they made their way to the Prawn Alley <laughs> to beg. There, Vindy uses his magic to extract their living expenses from the poor of the town. That night, B has a prophetic dream about riding a big red horse to a new land, and in the morning she is quite ill, but not so ill as to warrant Dwalia actually feeding her, so I guess she's just got like a runny nose. Um, Dwin... Vindelier is not very good at begging, even with his magic, and Dwalia has had it. You used to be so strong. Look at you. Noodle arms, bad teeth. I could be strong if you really wanted me to, Vindy says, waggling his eyebrows. Give me the juice. We only have one (laughs) shot left, warns Dwalia. They haven't made this since the start of the pandemic. (laughs) That evening... They ran into uh, a fabulously dressed traveling salesman with a cart. The cart had a set of drawers, and the man was making a great show of selling their contents, fortune scrolls, which are contained within tiny golden nuts. Those from the gathering crowd were asking for prophecies pertaining to their lives and were paying the man uh, a silver apiece. The man would crack open the nut, which contained the prophecy, and it would always seem to pertain to the question being asked. Vindy reveals that these prophecies are stolen from Claris, and Dwalia orders him to control the man. Vindy takes a big gulp of trepidation, and B can see that the salesman himself has a slight shimmer of magic about him. There is no way that this fool can handle it. And Vindy says so out loud. Enraged, Dwalia threatens to kill him if he can't control him. And And she's so convincing that B herself believes it. Afraid that she'll be left alone with the wretched lady, B starts feeding her skill, skill into Vindy's gas tank to rev him up. The two of them together are able to briefly get control over the man long enough for him to pay attention to Dwalia for a minute. But his self of, sense of self is strong, and the man quickly regains control. He gives them a silver out of pity, as well as the name of the ship where he got the prophecies. Then he winks at the sad crew, rears up back on his horse, and gallops away with the fortune he bamboozled out of the locals. 
Down but not out, Dwelia heads to the docks with her prize, the name, the Sea Rose. But where is the Sea Rose? No one will say. But luckily, there's a big fat ship in the harbor, and it's got a huge rose coming out the front of it instead of a figurehead. <laughs> <laughs> a little boat from the ship is heading towards the dock right then and there. How convenient. And when it arrives, it reveals the captain of the ship. The man's only response to Dwelia shouting in his ear is to rub some Bert's bees onto his lips before walking away. <laughs> <laughs> Dwelia, not to be flexed with, however, is like, all right, Cindy, it's time. She reaches into his backpack and reveals several small canisters with knobs and starts turning them. Be he's hissing and then notices the big red button on the back of Vindy's head. Dwelia pushes it and Vindelier starts foaming at the mouth. His exhaust turns from red to blue. Too soon, Junior whispers to me. <laughs> but now Vindy is fast. Too fast. Fast five. But now he's inside of B's head and there's nothing she can do to stop him from reading her mind. Except that B is fighting back and Vindy has never had to defend his mind. And so it is that B is now doing the right mind reading instead. She learns how Vindy was supposed to be killed as a deformed baby. But the disgraced Dwelia vouched for him and took him in. And when he turned out to be of no use at all, she fed him the serpent spit, which killed all the others but gave them prophetic powers. Except Vindy survived. He wasn't supposed to, but he also wasn't supposed to get mind control powers, but he got that as well. After going on the offensive, Vindelier has been briefly stunned, and B is able to put up her walls. She passes out for some time, but when she wakes up, she finds that they are about to board the Sea Rose. Dwayley has been magicked into a beautiful young lady in fine clothes, and the captain is simpering over her. And Vindy pulls on her chain, and B is led aboard the ship, but she sees the daggers in Vindy's eyes. <laughs> the bird's bees. I did like when I read that. I'm like, this is a this is a detail we've not had before. Somebody is somebody in these books using chapstick. (laughs) 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 He pulls out his little pot and dips his finger in. You know, he puts it on like guys do. I mean, if you think about it, when you're at sea, you're uh, you would get dry because of the oh, I'm I know he needs it. It's just we haven't seen people do it. Um. I love that this is how we get our answer as to why some people die when they are exposed to the silver and some people don't. Wait, did we get an answer to that, though? Because I felt like I yes. just had a question mark still. What can Vindelier do? Skill. He can, he can skill. use the skill. So if you are born with the skill. So if you have you... the skill, it doesn't kill you. Okay. Because it's already in there. Right? Okay. Right. So this must be why Fitz isn't dead. <laughs> it's convenient, but it's it's nice to have that confirmed. What about the fool? Well, they've shared souls, so. Oh, right. Oh, and then. And also, he's mul- not regular. He's not a person. He's not a human. Well, yeah, but other yeah, ways guys. in general. Yeah. They were pure. He's, he's the most <laughs> special white. He's a real white, not a fake white. And then I guess for Malta is did she make it because she has the skill or did she make it because she was claimed by a dragon? 
Well, but if you can hear the dragons, you probably have some I have the skill. skill. Okay. That's why, like, and it was just a little bit. It was just a little. Just, just a, little, a little bit. Yeah, just a little skin cancer there. So. Hey, but it was the, very close to the brain. She used the <laughs> dream box. She already had some dragon in her. That's right? true. She She's, had already yeah, snorted a whole yeah. bunch of wizard wood. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that there's going to be, like, levels of crime that the dragons, like, have? Like, they're like, look, for the crime of making a live ship when you didn't understand, that's, like, that's bad, but it's not as bad as, like, knowingly smoking a wizard wood joint. <laughs> Can you smoke Maybe. wizard wood? I would. Just, just I don't know see. why not. Why not? Because sure it might consume it. your body. And? Well, if you can snort it, you can smoke it. If it oh. burns, you can smoke it. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, but no, but seriously, like, Rain and Malta, did, like, they snorted it and they were fine. They, they had, like, it? sexy dreams. Well, they opened up a box and breathed it in. Oh, man. Those books were weird. <laughs> they had a nice little sexy date time yeah like a caveman date how else are you gonna have underage sex you gotta oh. do it in a dream oh was that like that's like uh coneheads when it was their on first the sensory date. rings <laughs> yeah if you yeah, snort like tap wizard wood you. then you can meet each other in your dreams if you both snort it at the same time if you both snort the same wizard wood it has to be like from the mm. same block Otherwise, who knows where you're going? You're in there with <laughs> Rapscal or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Kalator or Rapscal, because those are different things. That's true. I Either don't know. <laughs> is Kalator the original, and Rapscal is like a reclaimed dragon man? Other way around. Yeah. Well, who's Pelator? That, that would have been... Teletor. Teletor is the porn star. Uh, <laughs> like, Teletor is the stationary bike I have in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the description of the serpent spit like mm, legit disgusting. made me gag. It smells like vomit. Oh. It was no. it is vomit. <laughs> It is vomit, yeah. It's like and now, she who remembers vomit. Well, I mean, it, it could be others? any number of fluids, but yeah. What is it? Is it? Is it's it? She it's probably some spit and some venom. bile and maybe some of that venom shit. And you know, they eat like rotted seafood for dinner every night, so you know <laughs> their breath isn't really great from the start. So I'm sure it's. But this disgusting. is specifically this is specifically she who remembers. Oh, this is her bile. Her crap. Yeah, from that her was prison. <clears throat> but does he need like all of like the spit part of it, or does he just need the silver? Like if they were able to extract the silver from like the disgusting. Yeah, bits, like why aren't they just the putting that through some cheese? Because Dwalia doesn't. Dwalia don't care. She's no, I like... know he doesn't. She doesn't care or no, but like I'm just questioning it. It's like cheese, you know. It's like, do you need? It's like the whole. It's the whole thing. It's the whole package. It's. Ew. Fermented I love for a stinky while. cheese though, but I right? do not want that spit. What about what about what's the what's the thing that smells really good? Ambergris, ambergris. How ambergris. Do you say it? It's like ambergris. Uh, it's like whale snot. No, it's something oh. else. 
it's, it's something like worse. Yeah, it's like a byproduct of whales. <laughs> I'm just saying, leave the whales alone. I don't want any byproducts of a whale. But it smells so good, Ashley. Like it smells it wrong really? and good at the same time. I don't want it. It does have like a biological smell, but it also is like you can't <laughs> stop sniffing it. What is it's like it? One of those. What does it smell like? What is though? where? Where would I acquire this if I? The ocean. It's like the wanted to basis. Be. It's like the base of all like amber, nutty kind of oh, perfumes. No. It is. I have this room spray sitting next to me that's amber and moss. Do you think it's in there? Or at least a facsimile of it, probably. Oh, God, no. It's the musk. It's the musk. It's like the good... It's that, The ingredients, like... all it says is spring water from Mount Shasta it and body-safe fragrance oil. is formed from the secretion of bile duct in the intestines of a sperm whale and can be found floating on the sea or washed upon coastline. It's sometimes found in the abdomens of dead sperm whales because the Beaks of giant squids have been discovered within lumps of ambergris. Scientists have theorized that the substance is produced by the whale's gastrointestinal tract to ease the passage of hard, sharp objects that may have eaten. So it's like a, it's like a pearl. It's like a whale pearl. Yeah, it's one of the inspirations for spice. Dark. But um, it says it is one of the most valuable raw materials in perfumery. Huh. And it's used Poor as a fixative. Whale. And its presence is best described as marine, animalic, and sweet. I don't know about any of these. Gotta get some. Certain fragrances by Chanel, Gucci, and Givenchy have all been rumored to contain this vomit, better known as ambergris. I wear Gucci guilty at night, and I know it's in there. I just uh, know it because feel, it definitely has guilty? like a musky. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I can't I stop now. sniffing it. It has guilty? all new meaning. <laughs> oh, God, but it's such a delicious Let, Let's if be honest. Serpent spit has got to be like 90% pee and poo. It's got to be. <laughs> I bet. I got to. I'm, I'm Googling this. It's an excretion. It's an excretion. It's an, it's, it's, you just can't stop. <laughs> Yeah, Just... they sell it on Etsy and eBay for way too much money, and who fucking knows if it's real? Yeah, who the hell knows what that shit is? <clears throat> Don't be buying ambergris off eBay. It's, it's like a lump will be like. What it's is this? It's gonna be like sludge. <laughs> so it's not cheap, y'all. Joey, just so mm. you know, on Others Island, they captured what was essentially the white prophet of serpents, and, and a... left and left her there. And she they were remembers. using her, it, whatever she secreted, they were, like, capturing it and eating it to, like, get prophecies. And they kept her in, like, a tiny cage. That, yeah. and, and, like, serpents, like dragons, will just grow to the size of their cage. So she was, like, all crooked and, like, wrapped around herself. Bonsai dragon. Yeah. And Wintro so, is, is, helped her escape. Oh, wait, so where is she at? She, she she died, but oh. she attempted to make the, the the transformation into a dragon, but she was integral into leading a lot of the serpents to where they She helped them be. remember. The Kelsingra yeah, dragons she, wouldn't she exist without her. Yeah. Oh, so she was like the sacrifice. Did she like contain all the memories of like the last generation that basically she yeah. bridged the gap? 
Yeah. They, uh, she knew where to go. Where did Tintaglia come from? she That's what I was wondering towards the end of She's this. She's Gen dungeon. X. <laughs> yeah, she was like the generation before. She was stuck in a chamber where all the wizard would was exactly it was but they just hadn't made her into a boat yet yeah she's the same generation oh, as she, all the live she ships. popped out she popped out before they could make her into a uh, boat into a boat yep and that's she why she's small bothering right? rain and malta and selden until they came and, and uh allowed the sun to reach oh, her was she like she entering crashed. their dreams or something yeah yeah so like all of the live ships are like the same cohort cohort as tintaglia and They're then like siblings they're, yeah, sort of. They they probably were all serpents together. The, they were all the, the life same cy- class in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the life cycle is the dragon lays an egg. It becomes a serpent. The serpent yeah. goes into a cocoon. The cocoon is the wizard wood that they made the ships out of. So there was the calamity that killed the elderlings and the dragons. And there was a bunch of these like cocoons hidden in the old elderling city. And the rainwalders found it. And they were like... They what is boats this? Out of this shit. They made boats out of it. Yeah, pervious to acid. It didn't get. It, yeah, it didn't. It, it was resistant to the river the acid. acid. Yeah. So, I haven't heard really much of anything you guys have said in the last five minutes because I was googling <laughs> about whether all, my actually. most favorite okay, perfume. Okay, we were recapping live ship. <laughs> awesome. So I was googling to see if my favorite Gucci Guilty perfume had this ambergris in it. And I cannot confirm nor deny that. However, I will say this is the description for Gucci Guilty. It says Gucci Guilty for women is defined by its ambery florality. Uh-oh. Intimate and magical <laughs> lilac flower notes laced with mandarin radiate in the heart while patchouli leaves a graceful lasting impression. So things aren't looking good. Mm. I can't hmm. give it up. I can't. I'm going <laughs> to die wearing that perfume. Well, you know what? It's fine. It's fine because when the sperm whales are extinct, that's that will be their lasting well, memory. Here's a here's an article from 2012. This is whale vomit won't be in your perfume anymore. Um, and it maybe this I is maybe they banned the, the 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 use of it because it caused, you know, it it uh maybe it endorsed whaling because people would go off because you could so uh-huh. you could find it in, in in dead whales, right? So they probably don't actually use it anymore yeah it's got to be cheaper to just have like the chemical formula to like just i would think zings your brain in the same way isn't it weird that humans are so like we're just so dumb like we can smoke a plant or eat a mushroom or smell whale vomit and it just like tickles our brains what's wrong with us Mm, delicious some people (laughs) like to smell their own farts you know you know it's worse everybody's a little freaky (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, back to this book. So, yes. Yeah, so, we've got Dwalia, uh, I think, nearing the end of her rope. I mean, if she got rid of Vindelier, that would be a major boo-boo for her. Because she doesn't actually have any power of her own. So, if she kills him, what's her plan? Unhinged. She's in full villain mode, for sure. And now yeah. she's... Now she's got a nice little disguise, so she's not hideous. And that will be awful. Um, I There should have been a content warning before we read these chapters. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I don't have a content warning on my chapter. It's just a lot of people talking. 
And that also could have been a content warning. It's just like, it's like a overwhelming party that I was forced to go to. <laughs> and I, I completely person, skipped over person, it. I completely skipped over it, but there was like uh, a moment that was like very like Dwalia could have sold be off. Oh, the the, oh, the yeah. nice man, the yeah, there was man. like yeah, there was yeah. like an, a an, a potential like prostitution of B a pimp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally considered it. Well, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a fantasy novel if we didn't just mm-hmm. liberally sprinkle it with sex work and uh oh, children so so there's yeah. your your content warning after the chapter summary if you plan on reading it <laughs> sorry for the late warning we just get better at this every time we record <laughs> yeah it's only you know we're eventually we'll get the hang of it you're in this deep. we've just really mastered the art of blocking things out <laughs> It has anyone it. else speaking of is anyone else kind of worried about rosemary like is that a future Re- villain worried about future... her being the worst person ever I've yeah it's saying like that do you think she that she child. may she may in fact become a villain like is she in a villain arc i'm i'm not did sure did she if... ever leave her villain arc <laughs> yeah, why it's... are we talking about rosemary i mean she i feel like literally everything we've bitch. ever heard about her is bad like it's we, bad yeah we've never She's heard a nice thing about her fuck from day fucking one she was shady when she was a little kid She's making odd decisions as shades like a uh, trainee or whatever. Like I'm not here for it. And mark my words, she's going to ruin something else. I Why know. did they send the master of assassins to Kelsingra to do their negotiations? Cuz she's I'm trying to it. not be an assassin anymore. So does oh, that mean God. they're getting rid of assassins? Does 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 Dutiful not want any farcier assassins? Dutiful never wanted point? any assassins. He said that yeah. before. But this is, seems like you know how they were like, let's get rid of the skill, like let's ri- like let's get rid of the cohorts. Like now you don't have assassins. I feel like there's a weakness developing in yeah, the, this is in not smart. Buckkeep. Like I mean, I'm not saying honestly, you should killing people. Doodles, but... Doodles has been a weakness kind of since he stepped in. Too like, nice. They not... raised him softly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to be on a boat. I'm just worried because Rosemary has is crafty and conniving, and now she is not only an ambassador, but she holds a lot of secret keys. And uh, Shade is not in a position to control her right now, so she's definitely power grabbing. I'm worried. Yeah, and she's just strutting down the street saying, "Ah." Coming out. And also saying no to an alliance with Kalsingra is a bad move. Right? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, she's stupid. Hopefully she should have the authority to make those decisions. Hopefully Eliana will be like, no, no, no. <laughs> I know what's best. We make alliances and we definitely want the people who have dragons to be our friends. Is she... I, I believe in Eliana. Is she a, a, like... Is she an important person by birth to warrant this, or is it purely because Ketrickin like spared her? At it's the time, it's purely because Ketrickin spared her. Yeah, she was nothing. She was no one. She had been left. She was left at Buckkeep because she was part of some someone else's entourage, and Regal took her and was like, "Let's make you into a villain, an agent." 
She's ambitious. She's a middle manager. She's a middle manager. Just like Dwelia. Yep. This book is full of them. All right, let's move on to chapter 18. This one is called Silver Ships and Dragons, and it's a long one, and I apologize. I went as fast as I could. This chapter opens with a letter from Old King Shrewd to Queen Desire, ew, telling her about the arrival and subsequent installment of the Fool as a member of his inner court. Desire, of course, thinks Fool is creepy and weird, having no appreciation of the strange and unusual, and Shrewd signs off by talking about their empty marriage bed. Thanks for that. (laughs) Speaking of clown shows, welcome to the circus. Were you a character in a Robin Hobb novel? Did you not die or get transformed into a magical creature in the course of the story? Congratulations, you get to be in chapter 18. Ada, Wintrow, <laughs> Althea, Boyo, Clef, Brashen, Paragon, even Sorkar are all here aboard Paragon the ship doing the TNG ready room talk. I felt like I was watching an SNL skit at every page yet another character would yell, Permission to come aboard? I wonder how much people would pay extra at Roteland to watch this. <laughs> Team Vestrit starts the meeting to discuss Paragon's dragony career plans, and Boyo, described as cat-like, joining the list of hot <laughs> Vestrits, wonders if Vivacia will also want to be a dragon. Clef pipes up, but will I be a real dragon or a wooden dragon? And Amber says, <laughs> What the, the fuck was that? <laughs> We need to look up the live ship audiobooks. That was upsetting. We need to we need to look up live ship audiobook Cliff. Gotta do it again. Anyway, broken animatronic. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember like smells like horse shit. (laughs) He doesn't have that accent anymore, so I feel like it's that was like Scottish, I think. Stretched out. Anyway, Amber answers yes. Boyo then wonders if Paragon will end up the size of two little baby lizards instead of big scary dragons, to which Amber also replies yes. Wintrow, our favorite extremely attractive wet blanket, starts talking about money with Brashen. How will you survive on the mere millions you've saved? Oh, it it will be tough in this economy to live like the social media influencers we've grown used to being, but we'll still have bidets. Will our grandchildren have bidets? We just don't know. <laughs> Are they that it's rich? at this point that Paragon the man shows up. Wintrow hisses that his permission to board should be denied, but Paragon the ship overrules Brashen's call. And Paragon arrives. He's a house cat, hot, but not like mega hot, with earrings and ringlets and super blue Kennet eyes. And I'm getting regal vibes. Althea is shocked that Boyo and Paragon know each other, but, like, hasn't Boyo been in the Pirate Isles for two years? Is Althea stupid? While Paragon tries to talk to Paragon, Sorkor arrives. Last seen pillaging and marrying a literal child, Sorkor seems to be the birch of Pirate Isles. What? Wait, what? Althea takes us through a little reminisce of all the worst characters in the live ship book. Spoilers, it's all about dads. And when we're done with that cleverly hidden summary, Amber asks Fitz to take her forward so she doesn't miss all the new plot points. And Paragon wants Paragon to come with him on this highway to Clara's hell. And Paragon is totally down to hang out with Paragon, said Paragon. 
<laughs> this is the best chapter summary I've ever listened to. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Is anyone else having difficulties? I guess Alyssa's fine. <laughs> Great. Thanks. <laughs> Team Pirate Isle is not into Prince Kennetson sailing off to learn to be a big cat instead of a house cat, but the Paragons are stubborn and entitled, so Kennetson swans off, presumably to go get his way. And then all of the dudes decide it would actually be a good idea, and no one asks Althea, and then Paragon chimes in, and while all of this momentous, heavy, unspoken drama is flapping around, Fitz actually opens his dog mouth to tell cats what to do, and Amber has to twist his arm and whisper, Shut up! By then, we've been standing on the foredeck set too long, so it's back to the captain's quarters with this gaggle, but not before Queen Etta shows up. She's older hot with a knife. Are you conspiring? She glares at Wintrow, and he flirts back, of course. Gross. Obviously, the real negotiation is going to be between Etta and Althea, and while Etta wasn't born to wizard with drama, she's got a necklace on that seems to have given her a lot of insight into that politic. Prince Perry is going to get into all of this probably going to happen and in the end it's decided that they can have pirate boats deliver the Terrell Vestrit merchandise so that they don't lose all of their shirts like we care about that anymore right. there's some talk of seeing if Paragon the ship wants to be dragons more than he wants to wall you know like wait around in port waiting for Prince Paragon to board again but then the ship starts to purposefully take on water to tell them <laughs> all that like fuck you so good thing Boyo is here to curb the ship's anger and before things get too far gone Vivacia shows up and threatens to set him on fire if he tries to <laughs> drown any members of her family later we rejoin team Buck to ask each other what are we doing inside these mm -hmm. other characters storylines I thought this was about us and Fitz unsuccessfully tries to get people to abandon ship to no avail and Amber attempts once more to explain that they are on the right path I love when Lant just says, what? And uh, after a particularly important explanation and Farseer through and through, we're not all cats, but that doesn't mean we're stupid. Balls, says Perseverance. <laughs> Best line of the book. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems that Fitz has really given up on turning this into a solo mission, which finally, this is it. You've got a team. You've got a path forward. This is how it's going to work, old wolf. But, avast, not enough clownery from this clown car. Next up, Vivacia re-enters the scene. She does want to be a dragon, actually. And she also remembers something about Clara sucking pretty bad. Quote, there is something I recall, something intolerable. Yes, fist pumps Paragon. <laughs> Stay winning, dragons. Overwhelmed by so much plot being pulled away from him, Fitz goes below decks to pout and think about the skill. <laughs> if the skill is silver, and silver is the skill, how can I not be the main character? I must be. I must be. He whispers to himself in the dark. Should he just drink all the silver he has and level himself up or save it? What would Amber do? Because let's definitely not do that because Amber is the most cat-like of all of the fool's personas and Fitz just can't compete with that level of hotness. Eventually, Lant comes to check on him, which is sweet, and then Clef shows up to speak to them slowly and in, in, in an unintelligible accent that they all need, they need hand, all hands on deck to do some never-ending chores. So Fitz resolved to never do any more labor that doesn't further himself as the main character of this unending nonsense decides that he's going to go get vertigo. No, no, actually he does get vertigo. There you are. I'm coming for you. Prepare for me. 
Yes, says this reader, fist pumping on the E-train. Tintaglia is coming for me, announces Fitz. Stay winning, dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it was long. I, th- I, I think, think my... you did a very good job <laughs> It was very fantastic. Yeah. I think my favorite part of this chapter was when they said, well, do you have anything left of Egrot's horde? And they're like, oh, yeah, we could live for the rest of our lives at a house <laughs> with that. food. We in could like, live. We could live. But like, is that but a we life? We can't like, wipe our asses and they're like, the money. We could live in a house. And they're like, a house. Like, we ever thought we'd live in one of those. <laughs> Are these guys like the rock stars of the... of? of the of this part of the map i mean like are they do they, they I, the rock I, I got stars the sense they were boatland yeah i thought they were scraping by but at least that's how they were acting i think they still live a modest shifley life even though they have you know some coffers that are full of you know as treasure. modest as you could live with a magic boat that makes you <laughs> Right. Go faster than all other boats. I mean, like, is she buying Manila Blonix and, like, Chanel? No, but, you know, they're eating. They do have that whale stuff. But, like, we do have a house full of gold, but we don't like going in the house. Why not just invest in one of those new (laughs) Jamalian boats that have to, you know, that have the special, special finish? Right? That's probably what they're going to do. Just saying. They were were crying poor, and it's like, we're going to live in a house. Well, they actually, the, the, the spoiler is, is that they don't actually know how to run a boat because they've had a boat that runs itself Self. for like four generations now. <laughs> so they're not... Rigging? They, what? What? They, they only do motor boats. You know, <laughs> they don't know how to work the sails. Where's the motor? I do feel bad that when I first heard about impervious ships, I was like, those are the enemy. Those are, those are not live ships. I hate them. But it's like now that... You realize yeah, what live ships are. It's like, oh shit, what? that's our way out. This is what that's... they should have been doing all along. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is the way they can continue to live. This is great. <laughs> but but you want to you like, want to be on team your point of view, right? <laughs> right, and I think what Vivacia illustrates is that like it, maybe they'll be shocked, but I think every single one of the live ships, and there's like what like a dozen or so, maybe a little, a few more, like. They all need to know that there's an option for them to not be a boat anymore if they don't want to be a boat. Because some of them were in such despair that they, like, let the serpents eat them. Right? Yeah. So, R.I.P. Rings Gold. Just, like, depressed because they're boats and not dragons? Well, they were like, I should never have been yeah. a boat. They're trapped so they in a form that they didn't ask to be. Their lives were robbed from them. Like, yeah, it's a hard place to be. That's what, what I feel like was, every day. Schlepping the... all of them two-legged <laughs> freaks around with all of their shit every day. Like, no, thank Except you. for Tarman. I don't These are the I effects just... of capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. was it the, the Kendry who was just like, he's been pissed off the entire time we've known him? Oh, yeah. For, like, he, like, no... stopped talking. Yeah. 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 Well, and, you know, you said Tarman, except for Tarman. Tarman's pretty fucking grumpy. Like... I think he tolerates his captain and he's kind of like, all right, I got these frog legs at least, but like, I don't oh, think he he's living his them. best life. He he's can't, the only he, one who can wear high heels he can, out of all of them. He can't audibly <laughs> talk, but he's like, he does. Yeah. He, I think Ophelia he does get is grumpy. the only one that's like, I like being a boat. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, but I then just think, think of all the hot gossip she this... could spread around if she was a dragon. She could just fly from coast to coast, spreading the <laughs> gossip. So we don't have to do a recap on everything from the live ship books, but from what I can gather, they when people die, they get absorbed by the boat, and then the boat their take, memories they yes. take on the memories. So the boats are sort of like a living legacy of the families, yeah, that they belong to. Well, why wouldn't that be an issue if I if I was going to become a dragon? Now I got all these people memories in in me. Am I? Well, that's well, that's going to be different yeah. kinds of dragons. That's Some an people... interesting point too, because the abominations from Treasure Beach are dragons that were too highly influenced by humans. So it's kind of like, are they going to turn into a dragon, or are they going to become an but abomination? But humans that were mm-hmm. the worst part of humanity, not the best, and I think that the, well, the but key... Paragon is soaked in the worst parts of humanity, but also the best. So he's canceled out, maybe. I think he's he still has, weighing on the horrible side. Paragon's canceled. Paragon's canceled. <laughs> Paragon is canceled. <laughs> wait, the Paragon uh, no, is wait, the, the others. You're telling me the others can go be dragons? No. No. If you gave an other silver, would they? Oh would gosh. Something happen for them? I feel like the, something awful would happen. I think they just die. The others were birthed <laughs> from dragons. Yeah. Are as they like? As, are as they? Far as we are know, they? We didn't watch they're them. eggs, aren't they? They're eggs that hatched and then didn't get yeah. to go into the ocean or something. They're like the opposite of an elderling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like a nega elderling, which I feel like they would. I don't know. I feel like, like they do. They're able to like take the serpent vomit and like have prophecies. But I feel like if you just gave them straight straight silver, I would like to think that they would just like explode and die. Blobfish. <laughs> Okay, so I think that like the others get a bad rap, but if you think about Just it, like ugly. dragons are fucking awful. If dragons were ugly and not as like awesomely powerful, would they just be others? Yes, maybe that's what they are. That's this goes back to what I said last time. Like the silver is actually making them more powerful and better than they actually are. Maybe their actual form is others. <laughs> and it's all mm. a lie. Like Dwelia's a lie. The dragons are a lie. It's the others silver. are dragons without enough silver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just on the beach picking up trash. It's like, what's this? What's this? Not a cat. No, too hot. I don't like hot things. So, <laughs> like Paragon getting like silver cats? becomes more of a dragon. You give another silver, it becomes more of a dragon. Yeah. Why not? What, you know, why why, but if you give no, why well, not? if you give people silver and they can survive it, they don't become dragons. I think it's just that species, right? They become others, but well, not others. Elderlings. Elder- no, no, no. Yeah, the the, the the dragons have to be involved for people to become elderlings, right? Yeah. Well, look at Fitz. Fitz has supposedly has mm. like elderlings. Oh, you're his... saying you're saying the yeah. reason yeah. Well, he has and the skill magic started to turn it. elderling-ish just from drinking silver. Did he really? Yeah, just sort of dragon-y. Well, he's drank dragon's well, blood, though. He's got some, he's oh, got some I mean, very sorry, fine skill dragon's dragon's blood. That's yeah. what it, but like, some, yeah, he's got some very fine skill work there on the face. Because I like to... But, I mean, the others are technically already like, dragon-y, so... Yeah. Although, I think it's kind of funny the idea that a boat can turn into a dragon if it gets enough silver, but... <laughs> Something that is actually alive, but no, can't do it. Didn't they well, jump maybe... the body out at some point when they made the boat? Well, that's right? the thing. It's like, They're where's stem the body? Cells. Those. 
When the bow becomes a dragon from drinking the silver, is the finger just going to like fall into the ocean? <laughs> what happens if you give enough silver to like a stone dragon? Does it also get to be a real dragon? I don't think Can so. Can you I give think it silver, silver though? Because like how would it consume it? I think the silver is independent from the dragons. I think that the dragons just use it and it's when it's got biology that's involved like the blood or the clotted well, I think, serum. Yeah, I think that what I think obviously amber is very cagey about agreeing <laughs> like yes those things could happen i don't know let's just see what happens it's kind of like all oh, right well the wizard wood can be anything right we know it becomes like alive ish so if you give it enough silver you can be like a permanently on stone dragon like you're not a stone dragon you're wooden you're wizard wood dragon but wizard wood <laughs> dragons are basically flesh so they can enter, maybe they can interbreed with regular dragons, whereas a stone dragon can't because it's... You think they'll be able to breed with real dragons? The raw material. Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying you'd be more like a... You, you'd introduce peopley dragons into the dragon... Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, mean I guess... I feel like it's just like Pinocchio. I'm a real boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm know. Pinocchio <laughs> did not have a wooden penis, I'm pretty sure. The uh, the he had a wooden penis for a nose. <laughs> yeah, it was in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what were you saying, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how mature me and Joey are. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think about these things, you know. Um, I do. I said this in spoiler cast, but the end of this, when he's like Tintaglia is coming, I was like, "Oh, let's do it. Let's do this. Let's have enough of the boats saying what they're gonna do." I want Tintaglia to show up and just be yell at her people. older yeah, sister yell. syndrome. Yep, I love it. Let's bring that drama. Not enough. It's like it's like that. Cut, it's like the season finale of Real Housewives. It's like, oh shit, Tintaglia is coming. <laughs> I like that you, you know reference Real Housewives, but you don't even watch it. Well, actually, I was going to make a reference that I actually, <laughs> but I was going to make a reference that I actually watched. So there's a new season of Selling Sunset at the end of this week. Oh yeah, what? It's already here. It comes <gasps> out on the twenty second. Is Tintaglia's Christine? Yes. yes. Oh, one thousand percent. Yes. Swirling in the wind. Yes. <laughs> Tintaglia's Christine. And oh my god. She here. <laughs> Who's Chriselle? Hmm. Oh. Ophelia? I don't know. Chriselle started dating one of the Oppenheimers, so now I, I don't know. know what to think. Really? Well, but, mm, but I they guess broke we'll up, see. right? Uh, yeah, I know they that did. they broke up in real life. Yeah. I saw that on <laughs> They yeah. broke up in real life. I can't wait to watch this disaster of a scene. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be so I cringy. Can we watch it yeah. together? Yes. yes. I my favorite part from like I think it was in the trailer for this coming season was she was like gripping his bald head like a grabby claw <laughs> in a like toy machine <laughs> with her hand at the table. That was the best. I can't wait for that. It's gonna be so good. Let's watch it together. Yes, let's let's let us. And if you don't watch Selling Sunset, what's it like being better than us? 
<laughs> Whatever. I you're genuinely don't out. even know what you're talking I, about. I, so. I, oh. I will watch it with you. I don't know what you're talking about. Really. If you, you don't need to know any about the waiters and the waitresses at that terrible oh. restaurant. Oh yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It, I'm sure it, it can't be worse than. Oh, it's elevated. It, it's like it's, it's not as on bad. another planet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's amazing, and the great part, Eli, is that you have four other seasons of it that you can watch because somehow <laughs> oh we're on season God. five of Selling Sunset, short. and I'm like, how did that fucking happen? Try to watch Naruto. <laughs> There's like 700 episodes of that. I remember when the first season came out, though, I was ignores. building Pepe because I watched it on my phone outside while I was <laughs> sealing and doing all of my <laughs> you were stealing pe- Praetorian yeah, Guard it's a costume. Good sh- it's, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good show to watch when you're making cosplay. Sa- yeah. Side just, thought, yeah. what do dragons think of live ships? Abominations. What do we yeah. Think? I don't think they're fans. They probably somehow blame the ships for like getting caught. Not no, I think I I would you know, I would like... predict that they pity them and that they are abominations that need to be dealt with. But I don't so think if that they, they become would... dragons, will they be accepted or will they be deemed too human and cast out? They'll be rejected. well. It's gonna be like the crows. It's gonna be like okay. They're, but they're here's the thing. The here's the, no. But here's the thing, Tintaglia. Your choices are ice fire and Hebe or like. You know, oh, will they the, consider like, them like a mudblood? One of the though? rejects. Um, Hebe lesbian relationship dragons. No, yes. but Hebe that was okay. Not uh, Hebe's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> My brain just shorts. But I mean, like they're they're basically like developmentally challenged, right? Like that whole that whole high school. Class Can you still say that about dragons. them though? Because like they came out on the other yes. side. No, they're they not okay. Had enough silver. They now, they get right? they become like yeah. the brain power gets pretty adequate when you give them silver. How <laughs> hot is Paragon's? Can't wait to have a mate Paragon that I say that about. His his brain or... power is pretty adequate. <laughs> Think about it. Par- <laughs> but Paragon's one of at least one of Paragon's dragons is like a bronzy hot like like she might just be convinced that it's fine <laughs> if she gets a good look. Yeah, like, that's great. Maybe they just dragons take the serpent's attitude to live ships and look at them and say, "Ooh, yummy." Mm. <laughs> I don't. Snack. I don't know. There's like a uh, Paragon's got like a preteen that looks like Fitz, and then like a rapey older guy that looks like Fitz. <laughs> but not as a dragon. We're talking about the dragony part, not the boat part. Yeah. Okay, I don't I don't know how you translate that to part. hot dragon, but like <laughs> he's got a human face already. So like I'm just trying to like give it a It's going to be a human human understandable. Again, once more, it's going to be like the abomination from Wrinkle in Time. Oh no. Oh god. I can't <laughs> like dragon. It's so upsetting. <laughs> I sent you possibly the worst. No, second worst. Actually, I'm gonna get, bring up the worst one for you. Oh, I I oh, saved a I video wait. of it where it's like winking at the camera, and that's the. Oh, one that's the know. one. Oh. Thank you. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Okay. No. Very good. You're, I got you. Um. Side note: I just saw whoever wrote the chapter 19 title in the doc. <laughs> what does it say? It's a sex oh. den. Oh, sex den. <laughs> Should I leave? Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! All right. Well, I 
gonna Joey's be epic. Doing chapter nineteen. That Let's hit it. Sexton means I need another we'll drink. Go. Can I have one too? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We all gotta load up on the drinks for the sexton. Yeah, we do. Uh, content warning: the next episode, the next chapter summary will contain coercive sex. I guess. In a den. <laughs> Lot. Catfishing. <laughs> Yeah, there'll be catfishing in the next. How would how did, what do you think Clef sounds like though, for real? Not like you did. <laughs> <laughs> I need. I don't have a reference, and I'm bad at accents because I can't. I think he's hear a mix of like Mississippi and like something European. I need some hands working on the ship i need some hands i need some hands working on this ship i need some hands hands working on this ship he sounds like nell (laughs) let's go with nell (laughs) like nell giant in the wind giant Giant in the wind hands on the ship (laughs) Nell is amazing as Jodie Foster living in the woods alone for years and years and then when she speaks to other humans you can barely understand what she says I'm, I'm gonna look it up hold on oh, here we go shit Nell says here we go gentlemen clef (laughs) i'm excited for this chapter recap i'm not gonna lie joey reads a sex scene commence oh god if i crunch on my chips loud enough i won't be able to hear content warning (laughs) sex scene content warning roast sex um get the microphone over here take a big old swig of mostly gin Mm-hmm. That's how I do it. Chapter 19 is called The Sex Den. I don't know what its real name is. Um, <laughs> that's what it is. It's what called was it? Just... uh, Another Ship, more Another boats. Journey. Yeah, it's like more boats. <laughs> more boats. She just gave up actually naming them the same thing. She's just like acknowledging boats. that it's the same. <laughs> So the intro is a missive about the Luric beloved and his time on Claris. He tried to stir up dissent in the town and claim his birthright as the proper white of his age. It almost works, and then the people when the people protect him, um, but then guards from Claris uh, show up and they kind of regain control. Um, and it's it's not nice. And I don't remember who wrote this missive. It's probably like Simp or something, or it could be Dwalia herself. I don't know. One of those two. 
Uh, and we're back on the ship. It's B, Vidalia, and Dwalia on their way to Claris. Um, with Vindelire's skill powers at their peak, uh, so too are his glamours. Um, and the most disturbing of them is the glamour upon Dwellia um, with her new title, Lady Obricia, or the hottest piece of ass that Captain Dorfel has ever seen. Um, <laughs> gasping shrieks and rhythmic thudding are observed by B through the walls. Uh, it seems Dwalia has no problem taking full advantage of uh, the full range of the ship's amenities. Uh, two rides for one. <laughs> no! Kalissa <laughs> <laughs> um, just died. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was her last breath. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> B tried to clear her mind or busy it with general observations and musings. This was all in an effort to prevent the strength in Vindelire from finding a way back into her mind. I don't believe you. I don't trust you. I don't believe you. I don't trust you, she says to him repeatedly. Vindelire finds the effort of making Dwalia sex sexually appealing extraordinarily exhausting, and so do we all. <laughs> <laughs> B's glamour is to appear as a smelly wretch. Uh, <laughs> period. Vindelire is also assuming uh, the role of a servant or bodyguard, which is definitely a stretch also. Vindelire uses their exchange as another opportunity to proselytize uh, about uh, the joys of his duty to Dwalia and uh, the, the joys of, uh, of Claris and all its lovely teachings and we know that we're like in deep right with him and we just keep learning how much deeper Vindelier is and it's 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 not going to be any any moment of sanity from B saying hey snap out of it like Vindelier is gone um it is at this moment that we learn he was also made into a eunuch probably by her own hand um B protests at Vindelier sharing too much and he pushes through his walls uh, through her walls and looks into her memories uh, with the epiphany that B does also, in fact, dream. Uh, she slips into Wolffather's childhood um, as, I guess, a protective, uh, and uh, and it's that it's that abusive wolf pup history uh, that is pretty much terrible. Uh, but Wolffather later explains that he's arming her with these memories so that he can remember to be so that she can remember to be a predator at the right moment. Um, and then to the, Vindelier says to her, you are not a wolf. You cannot remember that. Um, and in turn, uh, in return, B offers up the memory to Vindelier of chewing Dwalia's face, which horrifies him, of course. Uh, and then she just kind of tops it with, I despise you. Um, and obviously Vindelier does not want uh, to feel, to, to have any thought of a piece of her flesh being chewed in his mouth. Um, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> unlike Captain Douchebag, probably. Um, Captain Douchebag, however, uh, has now left the musty cabin, and there is a wave of animal st sex stench just wafting out behind him. Um, that's how I imagined it. Um, he openly insulted and then tries to fire B on Dwalia's behalf. Um, it was totally an earshot of her. Um, and, you know, whatever. After that, she demanded uh, 
that uh, Dwalia demanded that B clean up the horrible sex den, and in doing so, observed all the gifts that Captain had brought had bought for her. Uh, Dwalia's uh, bite mark also is just not looking too good, which is sort of to punctuate kind of just how nasty that again uh, situation in the cabin must have been because Dwalia is probably unbathed, half her face is rotting off. She's probably she's a despicable person, anyways. So it's just like gross. Like it's the grossest sex scene I've ever thought of in my entire life. <laughs> Um, she has stolen magic from you, Vindelier sulked at Dwalia. Uh, she immediately denied it, um, and then checked to make sure. So Dwalia denied it, didn't think it was possible, but then, you know, she was like, I better go check, see if that's happened. Uh, the clotted, uh, serpent, syrup of serpent venom spit or whatever skill bile she was using to buff Vindelier was still there. Um, and thus Dwalia's trust and or reliance in him fell a bit, and this is kind of important, or this will kind of be important in a moment. Um, when B revealed information that she found, uh, while reverse skill dwelling into Vindelier's mind to Dwalia, it further uh, uh, sowed distrust um, and beating upon Fogboy commenced. But Dwalia has a kind of a certain low cunning, and she senses the purpose of B's <coughs> tactics and expresses it thusly. Uh, B tried to use some of her newfound skilling to somehow harm Dwalia, and it's uh, some, something about putting bad thoughts into her brain. Um, the uh, Become the hunter, not the prey, said Wolf Father. Where is she most vulnerable? Focus on a, an attack on her mind. Dwalia launched at her, but B was able to keep a distance uh, by, by putting the table between themselves. Uh, Vindelier cowered out of fear being bitten by... Uh, by B and was less than useful and Dwalia noticed and focused now her attacks on him. Uh, B used, uh, uses the satisfaction Dwalia experiences, particularly twisted, but we get it. Uh, she uses the satisfaction Dwalia experienced from administering a previous beating uh, to B so that uh, her anger was somewhat quelled um, and it seems to be to leave B mostly kind of unscathed from this round. Um, Dwalia, for whatever reason, seems to recall the incident that she beat B within an inch of her life. Um, and this has now allowed her to refocus and redouble her fury on Vindelier. Vindelier offers up, she dreams, speaking of B, of course, um, just trying to find any shred of information he may have been able to discover. Uh, B's like, nah, I, I can't. What is, what is that? Um, and kind of puts skill notions into Dwalia's mind that 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 to not trust Vindelier and it seems to work um and because you know like she's again doubling down on the beating on Vindelier um B hides under the table she's crying but she's trying to steel herself against the abuse um which seems to work uh we are then treated to a horrible piece of Dwalia's memory involving the most recent torture of beloved during his time on Claris the closest thing I can imagine it to looking like is one of those turn-of-the-century medical early surgery theaters, like in the Nick, if you've ever seen that. <laughs> uh, but instead of administering healing, they're obviously delivering torment to, you know, our only most favorite beloved character. Uh, it is this memory that Dwalia and Claris learned the name of Fitz Chivalry from Beloved. Uh, the same piece of information ultimately led to B's capture. Uh, yet again, a simp uh, appeals to the 
four, I believe it is, to allow Dwalia to go forth and find the Forgotten Sun uh, with this new piece of key information. Vindelier had to clean up the chamber after Beloved's torture. Having all, also witnessed it, we are reminded by sort of the sheer acts of terror that are used to control the White Prophets um, and the Lurex in general. And it's just sort of like, again, as I mentioned earlier, you know, any, any moment where B thinks that she's going to kind of shake him out of it or shake anyone who was brought up in this world, you know, into some sort of sense, like, that's not going to happen. These, these people are totally, completely bought and sold uh, to the Order. And it does explain... Uh, how how Dwali is able to just abuse and beat and control Vindelier so easily. Um, back in the present, however, B sort of blubberingly uh, convinces uh, the fa she feigns kind of this this uh, broken will uh, towards Dwalia, who now is fully convinced um, and uses it as a teaching lesson uh, to further uh, threaten uh, Vindelier. Um, and Vindelier immediately experiences a uh, very strong jealousy against B. And that is where this this lovely little chapter ends. You're welcome. Did anyone else get, like, Shire Baggins <laughs> from, the, from the flashback? Yes. Awful. And then instead of black riders, it's all riders in white coming out of a bone palace to seek to seek the Forgotten Sun. You're, I think you're right, Alyssa. She was definitely watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> There's direct lines. In, uh, I don't have them to point out, but it's just like the Fellowship of keep the it, Ring track it. running in my brain as I well, read like it. Well, like, oh. yeah, the being tortured and then, like, yelling, you know, like, hissing a name and then, like, immediately sending it. I mean, like, oh, I got, I got, I've got a direct, uh, direct quote. Uh, gasping shrieks and rhythmic thudding. That's just nice. like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Gross. What if I hung up? <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like barnyard noises. <laughs> Look, I didn't say it's the amber greaves. Of... Ew. <laughs> it might be. I mean, like, when, when no. you guys were describing musk, I was like, I think that might be how the sex den cabin smells. Uh, this is my letter of resignation. No. <laughs> We're almost there. So why um, why was it important that we learn? Like why 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 did we need? I this? just how many times is Dwellia? I mean, I think that we're supposed to be watching the sort of slow but inevitable, like, uh, villainous transformation of Dwellia. I mean, she is a villain, but she used to be a villain with money a villain with resources she had authority and power and now she has nothing she's just like hanging on to everything by the shreds and her, the fact that she just keeps beating beating them all like i just how long can she keep this up before she kills the people she needs like vindelier or or b who she needs to deliver like what what's the plan I think I don't think she really right has now. one. I think it's all she knows. I think that like this is the it, it, she's resorted to this kind of abuse because like you said when she had all these other resources it was just like it worked. But now it's just naked abuse. It's not like there's other people around to like support her, but she seems like she's sort of at the end of her resources anyways. So it's almost like I mean like it's a, just horrible to think that delete. like she's she's basically raised Vindelier. Like she is his mother in all 
for like what you know she <clears throat> she took him she Best made sure mom ever happy mother's and, day like, she's oh, still there's nothing yeah there's nothing in her that has any care for him whatsoever he is a tool he is he is a possession he is not a person and you know she got him addicted to drugs and like she's just burned she out his sense of taste he's got it's like he's got covid permanently yeah don't do serpent spit kids it speaks Bad. more to like why he can't turn against her though like i'm glad we got more yeah. details around it because up at this point you're kind of like why 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 and then we start to see a little bit more of the abuse of nature and you're like okay maybe i get it and this is like okay well he never stood a chance I mean, of it is against her yeah and we talked about this a little bit in the last episode but it's just like he's he's in this like this is his family this is his purpose this is his reason for being and even if it's horrible and abusive it is literally out all he knows right. so when b is like you need to help me kill her it's not it's not a reasonable request from her because he has absolutely no frame of reference i'm wondering if there could be a tactic where she could share images with him of what it's like to be properly cared for mm. if that would show him that there are other ways of being well but, i mean wouldn't he have seen that when he got in her mind no because all she showed him was 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 face chewing uh, eating your own mother's face oh. yeah night eyes is you know when his <clears throat> mother was killed and skinned in front of him i thought he got it. i thought he got a little a little taste of it before Maybe a little taste, but it's hard to. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I. I don't know. She's nine or whatever, eleven. She's she's not like a psychiatrist. She doesn't know. She's just trying to stay alive while this person is literally trying to beat her to death under a table. Yeah, it's awful. Is this the first time we get a sense that she has properly has the skill and that she's aware of it? Or I is... think so. Oh. I mean, I think we've gotten, she's definitely been able to, like, put her walls up and put feelers out to feel his skill and that kind of thing. But this is the first time we've really seen her and others. branch out and try something, to me, that was, like, distinctively using her skill as a tool. Yeah, like, on the offensive. Yeah. Because she knows. But it she... worries me because this is how Fitz got fucked up, right? He was beaten and made to do things that are not correct and it gave him blocks and gave him a lot of problems yeah, well Galen i mean specifically tried to like yeah, he, say he knew what he was doing. you can't use the skill properly and like right and right also his him. head was cracked but uh, that still, and like, like knows? let's call it like we see it like her her chances at normalcy quote unquote are <laughs> like that ship sailed when she was helping dad burn bodies out in the yard okay like <laughs> <laughs> thanks dad but also like that's also why i feel like you know i think fitz wants to protect her from the legacy that she gets from the fool of being a prophet and having all these images come to her but like you can't make it not happen and i think that it's important that you know she gets a stability of of un i don't know like like Fitz loves her no matter what, even if he's shitty at <laughs> like keeping her safe and not traumatizing her. But she needs, she also needs the fool's input. I think she desperately needs the fool's input because yeah. this, all this prophecy stuff is only going to get worse. And clearly she's being attacked and enslaved 
for that part of her, not the farseer part, right. not the part that can use the skill, not not that legacy. Um, so yeah, it's it's very sad to me that she has no relationship with the fool at this point. She just doesn't know what any of that is or why any of it's happening. I mean, like the only person who has that frame of reference is Night Eyes, right? Like that's the connection, that's the bridge. And right now he's like, the only thing I can think of is to give you terrible memories of when mm-hmm. I was a cub. Take this. Thank <laughs> like, <laughs> you. Thanks, little father. <laughs> Thanks for giving me your trauma too. Yay, now I have yeah. trauma for interspecies trauma. Trauma, 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 trauma library. Trauma. They're <laughs> all trauma bonded together. It's great. <laughs> it's amazing. It's great. It's perfect. But yeah, it does feel like how many more times can Dwalia beat beat these people before something happens? Um, should we move on to chapter nine? What is it? 20? 20. 20. 20? It's called Another Boat, Another Sailing Ship. It's called Belief. Oh. Never had that one before. Yeah. Alright, so chapter 20 is called Belief. Um, so I listened to the audiobook for this chapter because <laughs> I Heck needed yeah. something to listen to on my walk. Welcome! <laughs> and I just want to say that I hate the way that the fool sounds. Yeah. It's awful. It's different <laughs> in it, every um... tr- trilogy. Yep. Yeah, really. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I did not like it here. Uh, but in general, I was mostly amused, especially with the dragon voices and Molly. Um, so the intro is an unsigned missive to Nettle from Fitz about the mysteries of Shade in the hopes of getting him to give Nettle the respect she deserves as skill mistress, which is hilarious to me for two reasons. One, Shade is always going to do whatever the hell he wants. And two, this note implies that Fitz gives Nettle the respect she deserves as skill mistress, <laughs> and he definitely has struggled with that as well. Uh, so Tintaglia is coming. Oh, beautiful blue one. Everybody's nervous. But also playing it cool, because can their luck really get any worse at this point when their ship wants to turn itself into dragons and ruin their lives? I mean, probably. <laughs> While Paragon is mid-multi-day temper tantrum, Brashen checks in with Fitz about what Tintaglia wants with him. He tells him he asked her to go interrogate Icefire and find out if the dragons share the same grudge against the servants as he does. And Brashen points out that a dragon is not going to rescue a child, but Fitz can't let himself believe that B is alive. And like the great father he is, he chooses to avoid the subject entirely and get back to work. They have a lot to do because of the aforementioned temper tantrum, and also because they can't seem to find any new recruits for the crew. Fitz really wants to get a move on, but he's super frustrated by Paragon's dilly-dallying, telling the fool he thinks they should get another ship. Another ship, the fool exclaims, mid-backflip off the bed in their tiny cabin. (laughs) I guess that dragon (laughs) is working pretty well. Um, They can't get another ship because of... All his dreams made it clear they have to take Paragon. The fool wants Fitz, wants to know if Fitz has been listening at all. He has, but he's just really bitter about all of it because he wasn't briefed immediately, even though he should know by now how all of this works. Mostly, he just doesn't want to believe that, believe that B is alive, even though the man has got three candles, because hope is bad. So, of course, they get into a little spat. Best friends forever necklaces are thrown across the room. Fitz stares to insult Amber's fashion sense. <laughs> Feels guilty about it afterwards, as well he should. The next day, Sorkor and Edda drop by to announce that Kenneton will be joining them on their voyage, voyage to Clary's along with some desperately needed extra crew because Kenneth's freaky charm said so. Hooray. 
Um, Althea is outraged but breath fresh and eventually agrees, And but Kenneton will be treated like any other deckhand, which is frankly what he deserves. They talk money and contracts and Amber explains it all to Fitz like he's a five-year-old, but at least now Paragon lets them prepare the ship. But now, the main event! Look up, look up! Tintaglia is here! Oh, and Motley's best friend, Hebe. Sparkling Hebe, too. Yeah, the crow voice in the audiobook is hilarious. <laughs> um, so Tintaglia is not at all happy with the provisions she has been with the placement of the provisions she has been provided. But Wintrow gets Edda to order some guards to escort her down to the docks for her meal. She'll talk to Fitz on the way if she must, even though she's the one that called this meeting. She tells Fitz that Icefire is a coward and that he should have told them all years ago about how terrible the servants were or killed them all himself. But now vengeance is hers. Fitz is somehow an idiot and doesn't understand basic things, so he deigns to ask her if she will take revenge on the servants, as if she didn't just say that. And I think I'm marginally on t- Team Tintaglia <laughs> with this one, <laughs> because she literally did say it. At least she's willing to let him kill people if he gets there first, and she won't hold it against him. This is a big deal, and he better be grateful for it. Also, they better hurry so they can rescue B. It's feeding time now, she's done with him, even though he's somehow still confused. Fortunately, Hebe has finally arrived, and Rapskull is there to explain everything with more words and listen to Fitz's dumb, squ- Fitz's dumb, dumb questions and concerns. But first, Edda better feed him and his dragon. Edda's just pissed that the dragons have destroyed her lawn. She didn't ask for this. Or the fact that Kenneton has gone all Selden and started spouting poetry at Hebe while supervising her snack time. Selden. <laughs> um... The humans move inside, and Purr and Spark are thrilled to get to sit at the big kid's table. Rapskull tells Fitz and company that the dragons will go to Clary's to have their vengeance, but first they will go to Others Beach and protect the eggs and help the baby sea turtles into the sea, and then kill all the abominations. So Fitz should use this time wisely to get to Clary's if he wants to stage that rescue attempt before everything burns and gets dissolved by acid spit. Uh, Then there's a gif of a baby sea turtle going into the sea. Um, when Dragon Glamoured Kenneton comes back in announcing they're going to leave tomorrow at first tied to take vengeance on Clary's Edda agrees and warns Fitz not to lose her child ominous but also would it be a huge loss (laughs) (laughs) depends on if Brashen can mold him into a real man (laughs) ah I love that. I love that Hebe's there. It's like it's like Tintaglia, Tintaglia, and Hebe. <laughs> Hebe. Hebe's here. Like a, it's like a song for like we've got Tintaglia down. What's Hebe's song? Rapscal is oh is at Hebe. his most charming when he's like Hebe flew so far. Hebe's so tired. Hebe needs. I'm like oh yes, Team Hebe. Let's do this. Everything else about you is weird as shit, but your love for Hebe, <laughs> I, I trust and understand. Well, well, we knew that we knew that uh, Kenneth's son was gonna end up on that on this on this crazy train, of course. This, on this path of destruction. Why not? We've got Lant, Voyo, and uh, and the. I mean, honestly, Nettle deserves to be here. She's also <laughs> of the like second gen. You know? But she's pregnant, so she's not allowed. Well, she's, you know what she's going to be? She's the last line of defense against freaking Rosemary, so. 
Sure, somebody had to stay behind. Somebody had to stay behind. You know who else we have? Who? We have Clef. And I'm sorry <laughs> that I was quiet for so long, but I was looking up something very important. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and this is the first moment in which we listened to Clef. And so early on, in fact, we did not know his name. He was just known as a boy. So I will play our first moments of Clef. Here we go. The boy looked indignant. I fished with my da for the slave raiders camp. No my way round a deck. He shrugged his thin shoulders. Druther do that and shovel hosh it. Hosses stink. Hosh it. Hosh it. Oh no. Okay. I mean, in my defense, what is that actually? <laughs> what am I supposed to that do? Is, I... your, yeah, that's your standard six Dutchies accent. I don't know what else to <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah, that's how Fitz has been speaking this whole time. But Fitz thought he had a weird accent. So mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like when Madonna moved to England and came back with a weird accent. Where's Madonna okay, from? so the only logical conclusion is that he's lying about where he's from. <laughs> he's a Chelsea Dan. He's always Where been a Chelsea he Dan. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it does. It, is that how? Like I don't know. Other Chelsea Dan speak. Where is he? From? How did Kyle speak? Like an asshole. Like an I asshole. don't talk about it. I want to say they gave like him a pretentious, fancy voice. But what? New have... Clef? Adult Clef? No, no, no. No, Kyle. Kyle. Oh, Kyle. But I also think that maybe he was like aristocracy or something, but that could that or could he's have something just, to do with it. He was just a pretender. He was a fi he was a fire festival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> he was a fire I, festival of a human being. I oh, like man. the idea that Clef is not from the Six Duchies, just because nobody from Bingtown would know. You know, Clef is from our world. That's true. They're just Clef. like, he sounds like a barbarian. <laughs> Clef so is fine. all of us. Clef is from Clef Kentucky. Clef is the never-ending story kid. His name, he's, Seba he's Bastion. He got into the, he got into Roteland and he refuses to leave. That's it. That's, there's dragons. He found it. He did it. Listeners, is someone in your life missing? Please. <laughs> Check Roteland. <laughs> There's wolves. Neverending Story could actually be Roland. Just gonna put that out there. Horses, betray you, all that stuff. Um, okay, so very important fact: the dragons uh, are very intent on their vengeance mission, but first they have five other things to do. And if you don't get to Clara's and take care of your shit before we get there, you'll die. <laughs> important detail. We don't care if we kill you or yours when we get there, but very also very importantly and critically, we will be doing something else for a period of time that may allow you to get there before us and accomplish your mission. That thing is killing all the others. So I like that Tintaglia didn't feel the need to say that part. It's obvious to her in her dragon <laughs> brain. Those are disgusting. Those gotta go. But uh, it, it, my thing is, if they kill the others, more will come because they are living with people. That's the result. 
So I think it's probably better if they actually make friends with them. But I'm not a dragon. Dragons don't really do friends. Tell that to Hebe. Hebe <laughs> is not like a regular dragon. Hebe's going to be a star. One we like. I can feel Hebe's it. Hebe's the best dragon. I can feel it. Hebe is going to be integral. She's going to do something really important. She's going to be the She's already done bottom. something yeah. important. She's won our hearts. <laughs> do you know what a dragon is that spent too much time around people? Do tell. A live ship. A live ship. <laughs> <laughs> Hebe is just a live ship in dragon form. I'm just Maybe thinking Hebe. if they turn into dragons, they're probably going to give birth to abominations anyway well i'm just saying like hebe's already kind of different so maybe she won't be snobby about it maybe she'll be like willing to take the live ship dragons under her wing and teach Probably. them how to be dragons instead of boats is hebe really gonna teach people though teach dragons though sure i feel like so all these characters are from Live Ship, but are any of these characters from um, the Rainwild stuff? We Hebe. already passed them. Yeah. Oh, yeah right. Everybody so, from like, Kelsingra. Mm -hmm. Hebe but, like, is from the. Well, hold on, Malta books. and Rain, and I guess the Mara, right? Malta and Rain are from Live Ship, but Thymara right. is from Rainwild. And, and left and, and left and left I'm like looking at a yep, tree. Yeah, and like, Rainwild. I'm like, do I know any of these characters? No, you don't. Nope. It's okay. You're doing a great job rolling with it. The Mithera. We appreciate you. <laughs> Except for the last chapter. Never I'm speak again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm shocked that uh, Edda, Queen Edda, has not received visits from dragons up until this point so considering yeah, how does she manage to avoid that yeah she rules over many lush islands with the, that's in their flight path i don't know weird well there's no room to land on their docks maybe so, clef yeah. sounds like reese darby <laughs> nope. Is it from New Zealand? He's <laughs> <Weird>. a kiwi. <laughs> weird. Got that oh, chirpy, happy. Anyway, sorry. Wait, what did you say? Well. No. <laughs> Clef is real <Rocky> room. <laughs> Echo. Look at that! It's a dragon. Dick. <laughs> Look, at that. Look at that. Look at that. Anyway, Canon from the six ditches. Six ditches. <laughs> ditches. Six ditches. Um, <laughs> that would be so good. Oh, thank you. Do we want to talk about Etta definitely wearing and taking advice from the scary Kennet? charm or is I mean, that just like it was did not go unnoticed but is, am i surprised not really the charm always loved her for sure it did it was very into her it loved her it loved her more than kenneth actually did like oh he yeah was, he, that relationship that kenneth had with etta was lit was just the charm speaking to her 
yeah. but when Janet <laughs> I was I guess asleep. you could say she was charmed. She was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it's it tracks. Not surprising. I think if she tried to throw that charm away, it would grow legs and come back and find her. Like oh, a fucking Chucky doll. <laughs> what, what's in this charm? Is this one of Gemma's charms? So this charm no. is a, a wizard, wizard wood charm. charm that Kenneth wore for pretty much his entire adult life. And yeah. it eventually had a, it, he had it carved into a face because there's some illicit people who like carve things out of wizard wood. But it, it eventually had his face and it would speak to him and give him advice. Obvi- and obviously it has like sort of pseudo memories of being a dragon. So it has a lot of experience and would give him very good advice and was kind of the secret oh. to his success. He was um, also a little snarky boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. He was sassy. There's a little piece of a dragon. A little piece oh, yeah. of a little, little piece of a dragon. If you gave it enough silver, Little, a little baby dragon. Silver, it's just like a little teeny tiny little dragon. Just, just a little like baby. And um, while um, one so of those arm dragons that like Ken- curls around your arm. Kenneth would frequent this brothel where Edda was a prostitute, and nice. When Kenneth was asleep, the charm would speak to Edda, and Edda thought it was Kenneth. So the charm would yes. woo her, Weird. saying like sweet nothings in the night, and then Kenneth would wake up. What? Be, be an asshole. <laughs> be an asshole. <laughs> what the and hell? She's, she's like, like oh, well, what a fun game. <laughs> he loves me in the dark after we've had sex. He's so sweet to me, but you know, he's just a raging prick during the day. It does pillow talk. Yes. <laughs> the pillow Man, talk. I don't even know what to do. I think every guy could probably use one of those. No, shut up. You don't need that. Gross. Not... <laughs> Rachel doesn't want to hear you talk. <laughs> not in a tiny voice oh he's just whispering like a tiny little Reese Darby voice hey. hello 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 Rachel I love yeah. you I love you hello. did you say hello no I said hello like a I'm a worm this is <laughs> another day, another dog. No, well, now you're talking my language. You say the worm thing would probably work. Right? Nothings. <laughs> Labyrinth. I'm a worm. I'm a worm. All right, let's. I gotta get get us away from this. This is awful. Uh, every episode <laughs> prompts. Not how I would describe it, but I thought it was pretty amazing. I thought we had a good thing uh, going. We're having a nice time, right? Can just talk. Right. Talk a little more. Have you ever seen? Speaking no, I, I never seen, seen the it. video. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm only talking like this for the rest of the show. <laughs> Come inside, meet the missus. <laughs> what were you gonna say there, Rachel? <laughs> so <laughs> charming. Come on with it. What is this? I'm just gonna pick a random Reese Darby video. Let's see what happens. We are pick. Character introductions. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh my god, that was my best yeah. Australian no ever. That was great. Animal assists. Fishings right. from Jamalia. Fishings. Welcome. I mean, this looks absolutely nuts. What was it about playing a pirate that you were keen on? Was it Arr. the pillaging? Was it the swashbuckling that lured you in? What was it? 
I mean, it's everything, right? Uh, the inner child, uh, <laughs> just being able to play sword fights and get paid for it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, all right. Sure. <laughs> we actually have been told we have some images of you playing a pirate on Sydney Harbour. Uh, let's have a look at those Harbor? right now. Right now. Harold. It's always good when you've been told about Apologies to all of our kids. Oh, look at that. so annoying. Hello. GQ. Yeah. Oh, I love that suit too. That's like a Vogue suit. Very weird. Now they're doing that thing where they talk about images so no one can see. Sick. There was a video of, of Taika doing, he was doing an interview for something, and I can't even remember what it was for, and they were, oh, it was talking about Korg, so the core, the rock, mo you know, the rock man in uh, Thor, and they were like, how did you come up with that accent? Where did it come from? And he said, oh, it's just Reese Darby. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So... Korgs. Another no, day, it is. Another a Doug. There is, yeah, another day, another Doug. So that is Reese. That's just him doing Reese. <laughs> but Tyka's also so. a Kiwi, so like. No, I know, but his yeah. accent's not quite as chirpy. And he was like, I wanted to do something chirpier, like Reese, like Reese Darby. And then he goes on to doing an impression of Reese. Should get a royalty fee for that. Is it regional? Yeah. Hopefully, he was paid. Is there a regional so, thing, or is it just he's just it's just his? I own. don't know. It's rapidly becoming the sexiest accent you could possibly have. Let's not get. Yeah, they let's all kind not of sound like get that. too out of control. Listen, <laughs> just imagine here we are aboard the Peregrine. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine this. That's all I think about. Uh, there is a there was a video I saw where he, they were like because of the success of our flag means death. Reese Darby has gone into hiding. He's been named the because Kiwis are now the sexiest accent. He can't leave his house. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what? Really, it was all of those silk robes that he was flouncing around in. Oh, they are so good, and I am making I'm one. I'm glad. 100%. I mean, he's, he, he was a pretty, I would say he was a successful character. The New Zealand actor, accent but... was judged to be the world's sexiest accent. But how has that affected one of New Zealand's sexiest. most recognizable and well known accents? That belonging to Reese Darby. <laughs> the man has been forced underground due to the sexiness of what? his own voice. And I've traveled here to Los Angeles, California to track him down in the hopes of getting Reese to tell his own story. Mr. Darby? Mr. Darby, are you in there? It's Jamie Bowen. I'm from New Zealand. No, you're just saying that. Mr. Darby, I can see you hiding. Darby! Mr. Darby? Kyora? You know, this has very Bilbo. Yeah, eyes. I was about he to said say Kiora. the same thing. <laughs> and I, no one's you know, home. I have found myself looking at him, wishing that he had played Bilbo now. That would have been Kyora, Kyora, Mr. Darby. We appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us today. Since the news broke that the New Zealand accent is the sexiest <laughs> in the world. What? How's life been for you? I just, I struggled every time I went out. Just <laughs> you know, I'll have the fish, please, <laughs> and a scoop of chips, and two pineapple fritters. Wow, well, I would say hot. Can you say pineapple fritters again? <laughs> pineapple fritters. Pineapple fritters. Oh, oh amazing. Anyway, pineapple they sound fritters. like birds. I don't mean Patience. to turn this into a 
Patience. I, I do mean to. This is a Reese Darby, Bilbo Baggins podcast. I Reese Darby as Bilbo Baggins is like an incredible casting. And I wish I, that's what happened. I love I Ian Holm. Not at, bef- like, no, no. I mean in the um the, the like the Hobbit trilogy. I would oh, never okay. replace Ian Holm ever. We can replace no. uh, what's his face though. <laughs> he does feelings. fine. Yeah. What's his yeah, face? That, that would have been yeah. You're right. Watson. That's that's definitely uh, the vibe for sure. Anyway, we are peck character introductions. <laughs> <and> exit. <laughs> exit. 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 I can't do it, you guys. I'm so bad. <laughs> I know. Uh, I I would like to apologize for all of our Australian and New Zealand friends who might be deeply insulted by our attempts at saying. No, you know what? No! Australians have nothing to worry about. We're doing we're doing New Zealand. It's different. We you know, do it. if they want to g- just pay for our trip out there to really be immersed in the in the accent, mm-hmm. so that we can learn it better. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> they can send us bad American accents if they. Yes. Yeah. We, Always accepting. Yes, here. please do. Always. Just yes. tear us to hell. Exits, animal assists, fashions from Jamaica. Why are you talking like John Wayne? Because that's an American accent. All right there, mister. <laughs> Roll the maps. No, we are still on We Are Pick. Character introductions <laughs> and exits. We saw a wolf. <laughs> It was the assist. <laughs> is everything like a, a list? Is everything a list? <laughs> the wolf to comes Kiwis? in for the assist. Every, Kiwis think everything's a list. We are pink. <laughs> it's it. can't stop. You could read any sentence that. like that, and it would always there. sound like a list. We got to I see just, Motley just... again. My brain is being rotted by a gay pirate show, and I cannot apologize for it. I'm so sorry. But I'm not. Uh, yeah, so who's back? Motley came. She greeted her friend Hebe. We have Hebe. multiple dragons. Hebe. We've got... Hebe. 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 I think when Hebe says his own voice, or she says her own voice, she goes, Hebe. 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 Rachel, I would just like you to know that... Hebe here. When you were editing this later and you're complaining that there's no content, I was not a part of this. Maybe <laughs> here. Whatever. Rachel's a part of it. She can't complain. That's she right. started the whole goddamn thing. We, we were at like ninety percent book content until the every episode props. So. Rachel, we're here because of you. <laughs> you did this. You made us. I mean, honestly, our last. Our last episode is like ninety percent not us talking about the book at all. We talk. It's, I don't recall it. It's ridiculous. Again, I was just blowing my nose and coughing. So, uh, uh, okay, so fine. Let's move on to animal assists. Uh, I don't know. Does now that I said wolf? It was it was wolf dad. She, yeah, wolf father gave them gave her trauma. Wolf father done did it. The trauma, so. right? We can't forget about. We, you know what? I feel like Night Eyes was like, look, you know, everyone else is getting trauma, and I don't want everyone to forget that I have the, yeah. the original trauma. He, the, the way trauma. he was poked by that stick, that was a fucked up. His his mom got like his yeah. his siblings got set on fire, and then his mom was skinned. I mean, that no one wins. Oh, let's not That's talk about that. Him. Roll the maps. Where are we? How did we get here? Uh, why right, you skipped so. beaches from Jamelia? 
Oh, fashion. There weren't any. Boats. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fashions. Fashions. We got Sorcor's fashion. Um, yeah, Sorcor always Sorcor is, is fucking popping off. Like, he's going to the club every day and of the week, sins. night or day. Didn't he marry a child, though? Is it, is Somebody it, said he married a child. Yes, he married a child. So He did marry a child. But then he's bad. Fitz thinks to himself that he looks like a poor person who's rich now. But he oh, does yeah. it. Yes. But he does it really <laughs> well. Nouveau riche. Ew. Look at that gold chain he's off. wearing. Judged by the man who cannot wear yeah. a button outfit no to save his life. Like, or just clean I don't clothes. Know, literally. Or clean clothes. Or like <laughs> At least Sorcor is rocking some clean clothes, okay? Right? I don't I, I feel like Sorcor's underwear isn't like a stiff Sorcor's oh, shirt is so white that it's blinding. That's how clean he is. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like Ross's poser. teeth in that episode of Friends. <laughs> Forgetting his roots. Sorcor, you know, yeah, he. Also, I feel like, he's... oh, J.K. It was his shirt that was white. I'm like, Sorcor must have had work done on his teeth if his teeth are so white. <laughs> like, no, pearly. it wasn't. It was Ross's teeth. Sorcor's shirt. Teeth are 100. But really... again, he married a child. <laughs> Why did he marry a child? Because he's a predator. She was. He... So <laughs> then what? <laughs> then he's bad. Hey. I mean, he's really mellowed out in his old age. He doesn't. He's oh no longer God. raping children. He's no longer we don't a know. pirate. He, well, we don't know that. that child got older, <laughs> yeah. so he could have that some child side is pieces. Now legal. How old? How old was the person he married? Like, like 14. fourteen. Yeah, like okay, a child. I mean, he was out at sea a lot, so that probably helped the situation. And he, that said, I don't feel like he had to like coerce her. I felt like she no, was pretty game for it. So there's that at least. Like I think that they genuinely they genuinely cared about each other as opposed to her being like a sold Scared. off kind of against her will. So there's this Consensual marginally marginally better. Pedophilia. And Paragon was said to be wearing an outfit that reminded Fitz of Regal. So I guess that means tacky or there was a half cape Ostentatious. or something. Ostentatious ringlets and earrings. Ringlets are very just needs a little, just a little, yeah, just a little bit. Um, so, so roll the maps. Where are we? How did we get here? So again, B is still ahead of Fitz. They're further south, out in the ocean. Fitz has is still in the pirate isles, so he's definitely got some uh, distance to make up. And he's got to do it fast because Tintaglia is said that she's about to burn everything down. And we know we don't want B to be a secondary um, victim of that. Charcoal. Um, and finally, Fitz Misery has a moment. The return of Does Fitz Suck? I, I feel yeah. like Fitz was a victim of the fact that he's in a larger world. This was so much summary, so many other characters that were not him, that whenever it was Fitz attempting to um, be the main character, it was just a lot of whining and complaining from him. So he was not impressing me in this section. Did he suck, though? I mean, kind of. He, he, he was being a little pouty, <laughs> pouty little bitch. Yeah. He was like, oh. I don't like fool. Amber. I don't like her. Yeah. Can you just stop being her? Yeah. Stop Kill the Amber. David. No. What? Eli, are you talking? 
You said something about really quiet. Come into the light. Let me lose my mic. Carol Ann, get closer. It sounded like it sounded like you were talking to somebody else and you didn't know you were being recorded. Hello? <laughs> there you Hello. go. Hello. Welcome. Sorry, my I for some reason my recording volume went down on Oh, because oh, that's the fuckery of audacity. Audacity, quit moving it. Okay. Um when I was in Joey's shoes and had not read Live Ship or The Dragon Traders, I these chapters were I mean, I can hardly even remember them when I was rereading <laughs> this. But I remember being like extremely just like overwhelmed and to the point of like not even paying attention to things. So I, I mean, like I was probably the same. G- good luck, Joey. I mean, I'm, you're doing great. Well, I got five people here. Yeah. Four or five people here. Well, we're going to leave soon. So, you know, they'll be in your rear. <laughs> we're all going to leave you <laughs> <laughs> in real life. In real life. Hell. <laughs> five people uh, to oh, tell me what's what. How's B doing? The prophecy scorecard. She's so turning whiter. The key prophecy, she is turning whiter, which is very weird. She's reverse, yeah. She's reversing. What is that about? She's moving away from her fulfilling her prophecy that she is must Is she think. on the right path? She's on the wrong path. Does getting darker. But who dictates who dictates the who the, what the right path is and what the wrong path is? You know? Like Well, so don't we want her to become the destroyer? Yeah. I want her to fuck some I mean, shit up. But, just want to know chaos what the lord fool say if the fool knew that she was getting lighter i just want to know i feel like he'd be concerned weird. definitely concerned um and she had that uh the uh the, the prophecy we got on this section was the one where she was on a giant horse right uh-huh giant mm-hmm. horse the giant yeah. ship horse yeah ship horse yes wait a giant yeah. red horse mm-hmm Red. It was red, right? Mm-hmm. Hebe. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was Hebe, but figured it out. Maybe it's Hebe. She's gonna maybe it's lion. Paragon. This Hebe. is my dragon down. Hebe. Hebe. Hebe here. I'm a kiwi. That's right. Kill Rapscal. Take Hebe for yourself, B. You are the destroyer. <laughs> my name's Tixie. Would be sad. Hebe's my Tixie. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. We're just the worst. We don't have any um, New Zealand listeners, right? We do. Yeah, we for sure do. Oh, we man. had one join. I'm pretty sure we, we had. We have Australian listeners. <laughs> oh, we had a no. New Zealand listener join us for our live. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Oh, sorry. They, they are we riding a wave right now. I think they'll <laughs> well, be. We they... just wish we lived where you live. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's they, you know, they we we none of us can uh, immigrate there anymore because you have to be under thirty. They don't want any olds, no. so we're screwed. No crusties, no. please. Unless we're migrant workers, or if we have eight, I can I migrate to invest, work. I think if you invest eight million dollars, they will. Let yeah, you. Oh, that's so a pretty good. Either have to be rich or want to, I don't know, shovel sheep poop. I'm not for the opposed. Rest of your life. I know. I would do it. It's I would start sheep making poop. sheep poop art. Or good at printing mm. fake money. Mm-hmm. Ah, 
I mean, clearly you're dri- they're driving they're driving like a major culture zeitgeist right now, and I'm very grateful for it because, as I said before we started recording, um, Taika Waititi seems to be holding my <laughs> my myself my self worth together right now. It's the only thing. It's the only thing that's working for the anxiety and in this pandemic life. So thank you, New Zealand. Everything's great. He's got the lock on positive all the serotonin. Masculinity. Yes. That positive masculinity that's getting exported from New Zealand is a treasure. <laughs> um, that's it, y'all. Our reminder for next reading section will be Asphate, chapter 21 through 24. This has been Buckkeep Radio. You can email us at buckkeepradio at gmail.com. Send us recordings of your best American accent or whatever. <laughs> um, watch Centaur World and tell me what that one centaur is a centaur of. And uh, I'm Rachel. You can find me on the internet at Darth Rachel. I'm Alyssa, and I'll do this accent for you for a small fee. <laughs> um, you can sign up on my website at alyssamena.com. <laughs> Uh, I'm Jenny. You can find me at Faceless Prey on Instagram. I'm Eli, and the best American accent is Clef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ashley, and you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Ladybird Parker. And I'm Joey, and this is a very authentic American accent. Such a <laughs> brutish man. <laughs> With all hard R's. Oh, very hard R's. R's. Uh, bye. 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 <laughs> Are we doing spoiler section? I no, I don't know what. What spoiler? What spoiler? It's all here. You got just got such here. little spoilers left. There's so few. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like Juicy I'm tidbits. just. I, you know what it is? It's tidbits. the things I don't want to talk about until I have to talk about them, folks. And that's yeah. the true. Trauma. way it's going to be. Trauma. The remaining Lord. spoilers are trauma. That's. It's just it's trauma. It's just trauma. Spoilers. <laughs> Oops, all trauma. Hey, can I live in the Sexton chapter for the rest of the book? Is that allowed? No. Gross. That's the best what? we're going to get. That's not healthy. Just prepare yourselves. Oh. Prepare yourselves for this. I'm ready. I'm ready shit. for mayhem, for trauma, for weird, for crying in public. Yeah. Crying in public. Girl, I cry in public every day. That ain't <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I'm on the no shame train. I'm trying not to get my mask wet on the train because it <laughs> breaks up the seal. <laughs> All right. Well, me and my rain are gonna sign off. Bye. Goodbye. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. I love you, Restar. Be call me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>